Like the modern-day Maharaja rising from the bourbon-soaked streets of New Orleans, we return to you for season two of Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who may or may not have watched WrestleMania. I'm your co-host, Ron Delvolano. And I am your co-host, Matt Raddick. This is our first episode of the year since uh, WrestleMania 34 has passed. This is true. So I figured it's sort of a, a reboot season for us. New We're year, in season new two. New year, new us. New us. New blind tag. Yep. Uh, so this is what we'll be calling season two of blind tag. And in, uh, in the efforts to reboot, I thought it would also be good if we could maybe come up with a new, a new tagline. Sure. Wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I tried wrestling show for people who may or may not watch wrestling. The the Do wrestling you... show for people who may or may not have watched WrestleMania is good. That one too. But it's sort of got I think sort of a short run. You know, it's it's not going to be relevant after the well, Greatest Royal Rumble. It'll be relevant again in a year. Yeah, that's true. If we can just hold off. So is your is your goal to maybe have people listen right now and then not again for a year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ideally, that <laughs> seems to be how goal, it goes. It might be what's happening. That seems to be how it goes. Uh, so I've got, I, I've been trying to think of um, new taglines. Yeah, I've got sure. blind tag. It's like a suplex for your ears. Oh, that's pretty good. That's do you, pretty do you have one? Do you want to Yeah, I've got a couple. It's like watching WWE, but with 50% less Roman Reigns. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know? and, and honest. I think that that's like a good selling point for, for people. Uh, blind tag, your weekly one down of Waskily Wesslers. <laughs> It's pretty good. Pretty good. Trying to get sort of that 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 Warner Brothers uh, uh, swag going on. I've got. Uh, it's like wrestling, but without all that pesky wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just have blind tag a wrestling podcast. It's not bad. It's simple, straight it's to the point. You know, it's it's very direct. Um, I have uh, blind tag the premier fan cast for John Cena the actor, but not John Cena the wrestler. That's good because I also have written down bl- blind tag. Where it's not just about John Cena, but it's mostly about John Cena. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, this one, I think, is maybe... I don't know if it rolls off the tongue so well, but just just let me know what you think. Uh, blind tag. For when you want to pretend you're interested in wrestling, but actually just want to listen to two idiots talk about re- uh, video games for some reason. <laughs> There's plenty of reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why someone would be like, I just really want people to think that I care about wrestling, so I'm going to sort of, like, listen to and talk about this wrestling podcast. But here's the secret. It's not about wrestling at all. We're just yammering on about video games and dumb movies we watched and stuff like that. Blind tag. They're still talking about dicks. <laughs> that one's pretty good. That's all I've got. I don't know if you've got any, got any uh, more. No, that one was actually off the dome. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, blind tag. It's mostly off the dome. Hey, that's that's pretty pretty true, pretty honest. I think this is something that we can work on, and uh, if anybody, if any listeners have uh, suggestions mm-hmm. for new new taglines for our show, we are definitely open to them. So yeah, send us your 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 top ta- your top taglines, your top tag team lines for our tag team mm-hmm. tag blind tag podcast. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron, it was kind of a big week in the world of wrestling. There was this little event on I didn't Sunday. watch any. Was, you didn't, they did wrestling this they week, did a, too? Yeah, they, it, was, it was a big one. It was mm-hmm. sort of the, the granddaddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, uh, it was... The grandest was, wrestling of them all? The grandest wrestling of them all. The grandest stage of them all. Um, it was WrestleMania 34 on Sunday. And I guess this is as good a time as any to tell everybody that this is sort of our official WrestleMania 34 recap episode you may have yeah. heard our, our preview episode uh and this is going to be our recap a precap a precap yes exactly sort of more like a post cap but the the preview was the precap oh, and this I one see. is the post cap this is the, the yes. nightcap <laughs> the nightcap uh ron what would you say would be your like top three wrestlemania oh that's a lot moments? of them uh <laughs> maybe just your top one well, how do you, how do you want to do, do this? Do you want to do you want to go match by match, fight by fight? I mean, I was really into what John Cena got up to, as always. Sure. I was really, yeah. really into what Shinsuke got up to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was some other fun stuff going on, yeah. but those were probably my two highlights. Yeah, I mean, I think that those are two. Well, okay. I mean, I think the the Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles match has the most sort of like implications about what's going to happen next in the world of wrestling yeah um i think john cena and the undertaker also has some sort of implications but i think it's more just a lot of question marks well it wasn't what's gonna happen. it wasn't just john cena and the undertaker yeah right let's talk let's talk about john cena let's talk second. about john cena so he didn't have a match for wrestlemania he shows up right. he said he keeps saying i'm going to show up as a fan i'm going to show up as a fan 
almost immediately we get shots of John Cena sitting ringside mm-hmm. in a chair, drinking a brewski yep. with just like the normal folk, yep. the common people. He's enjoying it wrestling. Was, it also seemed like he was very uncomfortable for a lot of it because, what? like, like they would they would cut to him and he would be sitting in the crowd, like next to some people, and he was just like like staring blankly, like over at right. like where the ring is, and clearly no one is like cueing him of like John, John, you're on, like, and that he should start like reacting and yelling or something. There was like actually that. one point where like they had somebody interviewing and they were like, oh, how, like, what do you think of this? And like a couple times he seemed like he was trying to like, and I'm throwing it to you, yeah, right. like back back to the <laughs> matches uh, and they just kept like waiting for him to respond to things yeah, that yeah. weren't asked of him it was a really fun idea and a fun bit but like yeah they <laughs> clearly didn't quite think out the scripting or like what he was supposed to be saying or talking about they were just like yeah you're john cena you can come up with the stuff off the dome and he's like yeah totally and then he was out there and he's like what have i done why have I? What have I, I, have I a done? Great mistake i'm with these these common people these these plebeians but very quickly, he got some news. He did get some news. After after the Charlotte Asuka match, he got some news that, uh, we, I mean, I'm assuming the referee ran down to the ring to tell him the Undertaker is here. He told him some something was happening. Yeah. Somebody needs to see you exactly. backstage, maybe, John. Exactly. Maybe it was just like, Nikki's backstage, you forgot to turn off the toaster, and she's really, really upset about it. You need to come deal with this. She's She's yelling at everybody. Maybe it was something she like She came that. all the way here because your house is burned down? Yeah, is right. That... <laughs> just, you burned down the house again, John. You have to you have to pay for this. I'm going to come to your workplace, and I'm going uh, to yell at you. So John Cena jumps the barricade and runs up the ramp while, yep. like, like Naomi is celebrating or something. No, like it was something, uh, Charlotte uh... and Asuka were celebrating. Oh, shit. Okay, so yeah. one of the biggest matches had just ended, and yeah. in the middle of their celebration, John was, Cena is running up the ramp, which immediately got memefied by Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. John Cena is a good sport about that kind of stuff. Of course, of course. And um, um, and then he was just kind of gone for a while. Yep, yep. And then uh, some other matches happened, as as is wont to happen at uh, at WrestleMania. And then eventually, uh, John Cena came out to the ring, and he said he said that uh, he was ready for his match or something to that effect. WrestleMania is really a haze as far as the specific yeah. details. It was a long, it was a long day. Well, a a ref came out and delivered the bad news yeah. that the Undertaker wasn't Not there. Here. So then Elias came out. The lights went out. The lights went out. And John had the the uh, the look of existential dread in yeah. his eyes. Yeah. And but it, as you it said, it was Elias. Elias, yeah. Uh, sort of uh, did the opposite of burying the lead there. Um, <laughs> the the lights went out as is, as it happens and the Undertaker's entrance and everybody thought that it was going to be the Undertaker. Turns out it was Elias, which was even better. Oh well, yeah. Elias played a song. They got into a little scuffle. And then actually the lights went out again. And again, the the look of existential dread came across John Cena's face. And a spotlight lowers down onto the ring in what should be in the center of the ring, but a hat and and a cape. And what should happen to that hat and cape? It's like a jacket, right? It's not a cape. A jacket, maybe. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. Like a weird superhero. Whatever it is that he wears. There's a horrible, there's a very, very horrible VFX lightning bolt that hits the... Oh, hits yeah. The, it was bad. It hits the... Forgot the about that. Yeah. And then uh, Undertaker's music starts, and the entrance starts, and then like 15 minutes later, we get an Undertaker versus John Cena match. Well, the the entrance was about 15 minutes. The match itself was about three? Uh, yeah. I heard four minutes exactly was, was wow. what that match was. I And I was making a goof. Yeah. No, it was legitimately like... The the Undertaker's entrance was legitimately at least twice as long as his match, if not a little bit For more. sure. See, I was actually disappointed that The Undertaker came out. Not because I knew it would be a boring match and I didn't want this to happen, but because after Elias came out, I was hoping that they would just keep bringing out other wrestlers coming out in the dark, yeah, totally. like Elias and then Bray Wyatt and then maybe like Braun, somebody, or like Kane comes out and yeah. John just every time he has this look of like, oh no, what have I done? I've yeah, I've yeah. Uh, summoned this gauntlet of just shitty character wrestlers <laughs> who I now need to, <laughs> now I now need to, to put down. Of, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, it turned out it was The Undertaker after all and uh, they had a match. It was fine, but the Undertaker pretty quickly squashed John Cena. John Cena didn't re- even really get any like serious offense in. Yeah, Undertaker hit all of his moves. That he, was kind of it, and that was it, and that w- and that was sort of it. And Undertaker rode off into the sunset. He he got the win. You know, it turns out he's 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 retiring and, and he's moving on with his life. And then the next night they announced that he has a, a match against Rusev at the Greatest Royal. Why? Royal. I have no idea. I was idea. gonna ask if you saw that. Why is Rusev? That's that's genuinely like Did you a, see an tweet? America versus Russia. <laughs> yeah, fuck for real. Yeah. Did you see his tweet? 
I saw a tweet. I, I don't remember. It said, bury me softly, brother. <laughs> <laughs> which is sort of a joke on oh, two racist. levels, because they're in a casket match, which yeah, will yeah. literally involve uh, Rusev being put in a casket and then Good God. presumably eventually buried, but also because Rusev is definitely going to job to, to The Undertaker. What if Rusev wins this? Rusev is not going to win What this. if, Ru- what if the WWE is just like, hey, watch this? No, I will bet you any amount of money. Here's the thing. I think, so the, this greatest Royal Rumble event is coming up on April 27th. It's happening at 12 noon Eastern. So I hope all of you uh, have the day off work. Uh, so Wait, what day is the 27th? It's a Friday. Oh, no. Yeah, it's at 9 a.m. Pacific. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope my boss is listening yeah. because I will be extremely productive this day. <laughs> Well, I have hell. WWE Network in this small corner of my monitor at work. Wow, that's okay. I yeah. get it. It's it's in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's, I, it, that it, like that part of it kind of makes sense. They're not like billing it as a pay per view. It's like a special event. So, right. but they are also they're having like seven championships matches and a fucking fifty person Royal Rumble God. match. The largest this Royal is, Rumble there's ever been. This is going to be bigger than WrestleMania. It's like gonna it's going to be way cooler. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that there's a lot of stuff going on with this thing. Um, but I think the long and short of it is that, like, they reached... In, I think that, like, the Saudi Arabian government or something like that is just, like, we really want to put on a fucking WrestleMania show and, like... Probably. We're the Saudi Arabian government, so we have a hell of a lot of money and we can make the WWE do literally whatever we want. So, like, all of your wrestlers, bring them out. We want an Undertaker match. We want a Brock Lesnar match. We want a Triple H match. We want a John Cena match. Like, give us all that shit. Like... Maybe that's the whole reason uh, Daniel Bryan got cleared to wrestle again. Is the the Saudi to, Arabian to Saudi government Arabia? was just like, uh, yeah, we've got some doctors. Like, sure, he's cleared. Now we get to do what we want. Do you think that's why Jinder Mahal is the champion again? Um, well, he's I don't. A champion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's exactly that. Given that Jinder Mahal is not from, Saudi yeah, Arabia. I know he's not from Saudi Arabia, but he's of he's Eastern descent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I maybe I think that the, the I think that. I think that that's the reason the Undertaker match is happening. Right? Oh, sure. And so I think that, like, they're just trying to put on, like, the biggest, bestest show and show, frankly, a lot of people that don't get to see a lot of live wrestling in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, get to sh- get to see a lot of their, like, you know, the most famous wrestlers in the world in person. Um, is it Triple H versus John Cena? It's Triple H For some John reason? Cena. Yeah. Okay. No, no stakes or anything like that. It is pretty funny, though, that John Cena spent, like, two or three months trying to call out The Undertaker, and then Rusev just gets <laughs> a match with The Undertaker immediately. Just because. It's cause the power of Rusev him. Day. On yeah, Rusev Day. You can have any match you want. You, too, can lose to The Undertaker on Rusev Day. Um, but I think that that I, I think that's another thing going on with the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns storyline, which they're having a steel cage match at the Greatest Royal Rumble. And why? Why are they fighting again? What happened at WrestleMania? Boy, that this was, like, I would say the most interesting thing that happened at WrestleMania. Well, loosely interesting. Well, it's like... I mean, we have been talking... Interesting in that nobody saw this coming. Exactly. Like, we've been talking for literal months about how the fact that Roman Reigns was going to beat Brock Lesnar and he was going to win the championship. Undeniably. was finally, like, looking forward to Roman Reigns winning a match and looking forward to Roman Reigns beating Brock Lesnar. And what should happen? But Brock Lesnar destroys Roman Reigns and wins the universal title. He, he there was a lot him. of blood. There was a lot of blood. Like, pouring out of Roman's yeah. face at one point. I cannot remember the last time that I have seen... A match with that much blood. I like we talked a, a long time ago about the Kenny uh, Omega Chris Jericho match that yeah. I watched and how they 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 drew color in that and yeah. like did it hard way and all that kind of stuff. We went on and on and on about it. There was not nearly as much blood as what happened in this match, which I don't know if they did on purpose. Like I'm kind of assuming that that Roman probably like bladed ahead of time so that somebody like, his mu- forehead would more easily open up. This was like there was literally a moment where he was sitting on the ground where it looked like there was just liquid pouring yeah, out of his yeah. face like well, i'm not exaggerating yeah, if, was, if you didn't see this it was an impressive amount of blood that roman lost it was true i'm not surprised he couldn't thing. continue to fight oh, Brock, yeah, Brock, yeah. Brock lesnar the last time something like this that i remember something like this happening was also a brock lesnar match against uh randy orton at SummerSlam. 2016 2016 is that the one i went to i think so okay cool thanks for remembering um it, but I've been doing he, some research. <laughs> but yeah, he did this match with Randy Orton, and it ended in the same way. He gave these really, really stiff elbows to Randy Orton. Randy Orton started bleeding profusely, and the match ended because, like, I think in that one it was just, like, the match was called off because Randy cannot compete anymore. What? Yeah, it was insane. I was also there in prison, and it was weird as hell because, like, you didn't have any of the commentary to know, like, what was actually going on. But, like, Jesus. even from the, the shitty cheap seats that I bought in Brooklyn, like... 
I could see how much the man was bleeding from very far away. It was crazy. Did they change the map? Like when it's not the yeah. the, the main event, when it's not the final fight of the night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. They've, they've done that before. I mean, they, they do it sometimes, like, just, like, not even when there's, like, blood or stuff like that. Like, they, they'll just, like, swap them out. Put a clean one out there? Exactly, yeah. Like, I think I think they get, like, loose, too, because I think they got to keep them pretty taut. And okay. So they'll, like, you know, they'll pull them off. Get that trampoline on. effect. Exactly, exactly. So people can jump high and do cool flips and stuff. So anyway, Roman Reigns lost to Brock Lesnar. He is not the Universal Champion, as everyone expected him to be. But they are having a rematch in Saudi Arabia on April 27th. In a steel cage. In a steel cage. I am going to assume that Roman Reigns is going to win this match. You think this is where Roman gets... I mean, that would be kind of cool, but Here's... if it's not like a pay-per-view or a televised thing, right, like, it's right. super weird. Here's the thing that I'm thinking. You... It's it's a fewfold. First of all, you give an audience that doesn't get to see a lot of wrestling a very important title change. Uh, you get to... You get to... Like, there's going to be, I think, a huge crowd reaction from that, like... It's going to be really, really exciting for those people just to be like, like, I feel, I feel like a lot of people that go to that, if they've lived in Saudi Arabia their whole life, this is probably the first WWE event they've ever been gone to. And so they'll get to see a championship change there in Saudi Arabia. Sure. That's pretty cool. It's a, it's a pretty iconic moment to be a part of. Um, the other thing I think is I bet that people, there's going to be a lot less sort of smart fans there. And I think that the smart fans might actually cheer for Roman Reigns. So when he wins the title, mm. he will be surrounded in cheers rather gotcha. than surrounded in booze. Uh, and to put him over exactly. in America, exactly. So, well, I think it's more—it's not even to put him over in America because he's still not going to be over in America. But I think that they just be able, want that moment for the highlight reels, right? Sure, sure. Of like their champion you know, be like celebrating to cheers or whatever. Like if they, they end up turning him heel, they can always mute the booze. But if they're trying to like have him be a face or they can, they can mute the cheers. Sure. Sure. But if they're trying to have him be a face and they don't have any footage of him, like, re- like superimpose something cheers and people actually it? being excited about it. Like it's, it's just not going to fly. So, well, it is season two and we're introducing new, new bits. So yes. I, I figured I would introduce a new segment. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Cause Brock Lesnar is still our universe. Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's clearly the most important superstar that the WWE has. Yeah, some would say that. And so the, I'm introducing a new segment, and then it's I, I'd like to call this Brock Spotting. Okay, sure. And it's uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna move to this segment. So when I'm editing, I will insert a musical stinger right here. And hello, and welcome to Brock Spotting, your weekly update on all things Brock Lesnar. Let's see what has Brock Lesnar gotten up to this week. Uh, So he retained the Universal title at WrestleMania 34. Uh Then apparently him and Vince McMahon got in an argument backstage. This is what I hear, yeah. Um, That is unconfirmed. Sure. But the next day he signed a new contract with WWE. Yep. And then... I think it was actually the same day as the argument, but... Okay. And then the next day he did not show up for Raw. Yes, right. And that is what Brock Lesnar has been up to since he has become Universal Champion. So so to recap... Brock Lesnar won the the highest accolade that he can get at his job. Yep, uh, as an athlete, mm-hmm. he uh, screamed at his boss. Maybe unconfirmed. Allegedly, allegedly screamed at his boss and was rewarded with a few million dollar contract. And then he didn't show up to work. And the then next he didn't day. have to show up to work the next day. And this has been Brock spotting. This has been Brock spotting. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Brock spotting, our weekly uh, Brock Lesnar recap uh, podcast. Um, that was that that was that was a segment. <laughs> That was a segment. <laughs> that was a segment. Um, we alluded a little bit to the whole Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles God, situation. The best. A bit. It was really, really good. Did you see his backstage interview this week? I did. Okay. It was extremely good. So let's talk about what happened at WrestleMania. Sure. So AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, they went into WrestleMania hyping up their dream match. Two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, certainly active uh, in the WWE, certainly active in the world, uh, wrestling against each other for the first time in a WWE ring. A lot to be excited about. They had pretty a pretty good match. They had a pretty good match. It's like, it, it, it definitely was a little underwhelming to me, but I think that was, it was just because it was like towards the tail end of, of watching, sure. you know, seven hours of wrestling, especially after watching <laughs> three hours of NXT for me the day before. Oh God. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a long weekend for old Matty Poo. Um, 
but it, it was also like there wasn't a ton of like high spots or anything like that. It was just like a pretty good match. You know, it wasn't like anything like too flashy or anything like that. Right. I think the finish was really exciting. Uh, Shinsuke went for his finisher, the Kinshasa, and uh, AJ caught him, turned it into a Styles Clash, flipped him over. I could see it and, happening. Oh, man, it was so good. The, the, I fucking love Shinsuke, but the Kinshasa is, takes too long takes to too power long to, up. To, to build up. And you know it's going to just get reversed at least 50% of the time. Sure, yeah. He's, he's certainly a, a lot more misses than hits. But maybe that's what prompted his, his next move, because after the match, he sort of got down on one knee and, and presented the title. He humbled himself. Exactly. Let's 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 say it as it is. Sure, Shinsuke Nakamura humbled himself to AJ Styles. Yes. It was it was a move of respect. Yeah, absolutely. and he handed AJ the title back, the, the title that already belonged to AJ. Yeah. He handed it to AJ, yeah. and in then a what show did of AJ, respect, in a, in a, definitely a show of respect. Yeah. AJ shook his hand, and then what should Shinsuke do? No, what did AJ do? I don't know. What did AJ do? I don't remember. AJ declined the respect by, re- instead of kneeling to Shinsuke uh, to to I honor see, him as I well, see. instead he didn't get AJ on his level. Yes, he didn't. He didn't uh, bring himself to the level of AJ and and or, uh, to the level of Shinsuke and show mutual respect. Instead, or sort of offer him a hand and, right. and have him come up to his feet. Instead, AJ held his title high above his head, one hand on Shinsuke's shoulder. Wow. The other hand with the title raised high above Shinsuke. Wow. And Shinsuke did the only right thing that he could do and punched AJ right in the dick. Punched him square in the dick. It was beautiful. It was it was pretty good. Gl- it, it was, was my glorious. favorite thing that's ever happened. That was it was pretty amazing. You know, you make this out to be that uh, that Shinsuke is not the bad guy, which is a very interesting How could movie. Shinsuke Nakamura ever be the bad guy? Okay. Well, that's an interesting point. Um I generally don't think people that that punch people in the dick are very nice people. <laughs> In my, in my in my understanding, Shinsuke of the world, was defending himself and his honor. Listen, uh, my entire moral compass has been dis- defined by the world wrestling entertainment industry. Good lord, you exactly. are broken. <laughs> <laughs> it probably explains a lot about my life. Uh, but if, if I've learned one thing from watching WWE for some twenty seven years, uh, I've learned that if if a man punches another man in the nuts, he's a bad guy. No, no, no. But I will Unless say... Unless that I'm, person is like Vince McMahon. I'm very excited for the Shinsuke heel turn. Yes. But somebody needs to get this man a well-fitting pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be his first move as a heel, is yeah. just changing his look he a did, little well, bit. he did a little bit. A little bit. He was still wearing red. it was just red. his top. Yeah. I thought he it was a black good, streak it was, on it. It was a good-looking top. It was a very nice shirt. I really, I really dug, actually. broad shoulders. The, it was the new look. bizarre. It made him look like a sort of, uh, like a sort of evil supervillain or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. A, I think it was a good look. So Shinsuke, uh, in the greatest move ever, is heel. Yes. Now, because yes. of course he would be, and uh, he had a backstage interview this week. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is what we were getting to. He had a backstage interview with Renee Young. Fuck, it was so good. Renee Young came up to him. Um, when it came, basically caught him as he was coming out of his dressing room and was like, "Can you sort of explain your?" actions last night like why did you attack aj styles like that uh shinsuke gave a very coy answer didn't really answer the question and uh ray renee being the intrepid well he winked he did wink yes (laughs) he said i got too emotional and then he winked and then he winked in a in a very i would say a dastardly way oh yeah and then renee was like you're clearly being facetious here like you're you're being you're you're trying to deceive us you know the intrepid journalist that she is she, she pressed on uh and shinsuke said sorry i can't comment on that I don't speak English, which was a very interesting move. And then move. he walked away. And then he just walked away. I, like, I got it. I've been meaning to ask you about this. Yeah, sure. It made me a little uncomfortable. It made me a little uncomfortable, too. But then I really thought about it, and I feel like this was Shinsuke just saying, like, fuck you. Everybody's yeah. just disrespecting me, so this is what you think of me, so fuck you. Like, I'm not going to answer your, your dumb questions. I don't owe AJ Styles anything, yeah. like... I'm the better wrestler. I'm like, get out of my face. Yeah. Interesting. It is a way of like, I like the point of like, this is what you, this is what you, you all think of me. It's almost like I'm, right. I'm better than you. Like I don't, you're not worth my time. You're not worth me. Like I could, I could certainly communicate what I'm trying to say, but like that you're not said, worth the time. I don't actually know. Maybe this was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have yeah. said that. Cause he also said English. Like yeah. he did it with like an exaggerated accent yeah right so i don't really know but i i uh i had the same discomfort as you at first but then as i as i sat on it a little more Mm -hmm. i was i was more into it into it yeah 
I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes because we've certainly seen plenty of uh, WWE feuds and characters that can s- descend into sort of like somewhat racist characters. But he was also doing it about himself, though. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't point. dragging anybody else down. He was. He was saying, uh, "I'm going. I don't need to talk to you right now. I'm right. not going to talk to you right. anymore. And I'm going to use this bullshit excuse that you know is bullshit because yeah. I just spoke to you in English. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a really good point too. That he because I actually like I I've taken the power back. Yeah. I read about this before I ended up watching SmackDown. I just like read like a recap of what happened, and they included this line, and I was like, I don't know how much I'm gonna uh, like. Like yeah. every time I see Shinsuke, he just says, "I don't speak English." Like, I I hope that doesn't become his thing. Right, but the but you again your point of like he he did answer something in English just fine, and then like th- and then decided not to answer the question further. Like it's it's it is clearly a like I can answer this question, but I'm not going to answer this question. You don't deserve kind of an answer. To you don't this deserve question. an answer here. Yeah, and yeah, I mean to your other point, he's not like punching down or anything like that. He's just like. It, like, right. he's he's making fun of himself a little bit. Yeah. Um yeah. So we got the kind of next this was this was the what happened God, earlier in the show. Day. But then the in the main event of the show, uh of SmackDown on Tuesday, which I mean, so much happened on SmackDown and Raw this week too. We gotta touch on that at least a little bit. But, oh yeah. Um but uh there it was a match between AJ Styles and who else but if the fucking greatest wrestler in the world, Daniel Bryan. This was a very good match. Oh my god! Like, okay, so Daniel Bryan. Wrestled. I didn't realize that Daniel Bryan is a weird wrestler. Oh yeah, he's so good. He is like such a polarized style with everybody else that's that's in WWE. I have so, I have I have some thoughts. Uh, oh, of course, of course, Daniel Bryan. Of course, I have some thoughts. First of all, he had a match on Sunday, which was like a good a, a good fine match, but like clearly is not. He didn't do a lot of fighting no, in it. It, is, it does not really show off who Daniel Bryan is as a wrestler to me. I thought that that might have been partially due to like ring rust. I thought that might have been partially due to like trying to protect him because he's not quite readily, ready to be a full time wrestler. But I think Tuesday night proved that completely wrong because this to me was like a classic sort of Daniel Bryan match. He so much about the way he wrestles is about like like submission holds and like targeting body parts and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. he decided he was going to target. Uh, AJ's arm during this match and probably because he wanted to you know like take away the power of the phenomenal forearm so that he could win the match so he's just putting like a million different holds on his arm he's he's aiming all of his kicks at the arm and stuff like that and it's just like it was such a I I can't think of another guy that wrestles like that uh, that I've seen on WWE anytime recently which was really really cool it's interesting to see i feel like like the the targeting a body part tactic is sort of a heel move like that's, sure that's kind of what alexa was doing during the nia Jax match on sunday night like I she mean, aj was, was kind of targeting daniel's knee in this so he couldn't do his yes kicks yeah that and that and that's very true um i don't i mean aj is not a heel but i feel like in this match in any match for a while i think yeah. anybody that's wrestling against daniel bryan is going to be kind of working heel in the match sure. so but but i think it was just interesting to see that like Daniel Bryan was targeting a body part, not out of like trying to take advantage of a situation, but out of like like strategy and and being like a, a, a ring tactician kind of thing. Uh, that was really cool. The other thing that was really really cool about this is like it's so rare now that like we get a wrestler that like debuts on the main roster and is as polished of a worker and as, as oh, skilled yeah. as a wrestler as this is. Like for sure. Like even like Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura and like Finn Balor, like they all had some time on NXT where we kind of like got to see a little bit of what they do before they like debuted on the main roster. And surely I've seen a bazillion Daniel Bryan matches on WWE, WWE TV over the years, but because he's been gone for so long, it felt like it was like right, a yeah. new fresh thing. It was really just like refreshing and cool to see. It was weird to see him in the ring and not speak. Yeah, not at, at all. all. Who won this match, by the way? Uh, nobody won this match. No, Shinsuke Nakamura won this match. <laughs> well done, Ron. Uh, yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura came out in the middle of the match. He hit the Kinshasa on both of them. Both right? of them. Both of them. Uh, and then just kind of strutted away from the ring and was like, "Oh, no, he punched AJ in the dick like oh, three yeah, times. That's right. That's he right. kept doing this move where he'd kneel down and just uppercut him right in the crotch and like flip him over too. Oh, yeah. It that's was right. sweet. 
Clearly, I was in a, I was in a, I was drunk with Daniel Bryan. I was just, I couldn't think of anything else besides that. Just drunk with a positive raid <laughs> over Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get, we, uh, we're officially getting a Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles feud. Uh, which Shinsuke is versus really, everybody, really baby. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, I'm sure we're gonna see Shinsuke versus Daniel Bryan pretty soon, which is gonna be interesting. Well, I guess I. I don't know how soon we'll see that because next week is the superstar shakeup, and well, I guess oh, God. tonight is the superstar shakeup, and who knows what will happen after that. Well, I, I have a question though. If Daniel Bryan was in the ring wrestling, yeah, why, uh, wasn't he supposed to be performing his duties as general manager? Well, funny you should mention that, Ron. Uh, Daniel Bryan is no longer the general manager. Oh, he, yes. he he tendered his resignation. Resignation. He sent he sent his boss Shane McMahon, the commissioner, a letter of resi- resignation. Did he really? Yeah. Was well, that I part mean, of it? Maybe, not in real life. <laughs> I mean, was there was there a, like a segment of that? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, recall yeah. that. So so Shane opened up SmackDown and he had a promo and he was just like he was talking about you know thanks for WrestleMania. It was really cool. I he did, did see this. He did a really nice like thanking everybody and then he was like he was announcing that there was going to be a new general manager and mm-hmm. he's like. Uh, he, he was talking about the Daniel Bryan match. He's like, Daniel Bryan, he's going to be a full-time wrestler. And that meant that he's going to be resigning from his position. I've accepted his letter of resignation. And with that, I'd like to debut. Okay. I thought you meant there was like an actual backstage segment oh. of him opening a letter yeah, of no, resignation. No, no. And no, no, like... no, nothing like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shane McMahon slowly reading through it. I don't think, like... <laughs> Just like text on the screen and yeah. like Shane's thoughts, <laughs> like doing the voiceover. Dear Shane, <laughs> it's been great working with you over the past year, but now that I've recovered from my serious brain injury i i know that we've had our differences over the past few years we didn't always get along but it's really been a pleasure to work by your side sincerely yours shane's just like nodding his head yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) sincerely yours daniel bryan so uh who's the new gm well it's Paige. It's Paige. Paige. So on Monday, she announced that she could no longer perform in ring, and she was uh, during... I'll Daniel Bryan. I'll allow Daniel Bryan two years ago when he said oh, that he could yeah, no longer yeah. perform in the ring anymore. Yeah. She, well, at WrestleMania, she was sitting ringside for the uh, women's battle royale. Battle royal, excuse me. Uh, synergy, synergy. She Gotta w- get that brand synergy. She was sitting ringside due to an injury. And then on Monday Night Raw, she came out and announced, I'm actually seriously injured. I'm not able to wrestle anymore. It was very yeah. emotional. And then she went away. And then Tuesday, she shows up on SmackDown as a new general as the new manager. General manager, accepting her new role. Which is, I think it's interesting. Yeah, no, the I first think match she made was AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Pretty solid. Giving the people what they want. But let's talk about this. Okay. Five months ago, Paige shows up, August or November 20th, 2017. Oh, wow, you've got a timeline mapped out here. Uh, Paige shows up, starts just beating up random people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just shows up on a raw. Yep. You can't, I can't walk into a place of business and insult the employees <laughs> and then five months later get offered a job as the manager. I think maybe, maybe you're taking the wrong approach to your career, Ron. Maybe I, you need to be, doing you can't more do it. I've tried. <laughs> So I got fired from my last yeah, job. Why do you think I'm not welcome in the chilies anymore? <laughs> just thinking of walking into a chilies and just, and just, and just laying waste to every <laughs> shitty bartender pouring dollar margaritas. Oh, just, no. just hopping up on the bar stool and just doing doing yes kicks to everybody. This guy's got gumption. This guy's got gumption. This is Let's who we make, need. Easy. I think we found our new manager, boys. <laughs> oh man. Regional manager? <laughs> Maybe it's time. Maybe can't. he's ready. It doesn't work like that. She was never like. I feel like she never actually rejoined the Raw roster. Like she was yeah, still right. just there as like Paige and Absolution, and they mm-hmm. were just like running roughshod in the on the women's division. And yeah. like Kurt Angle was like, "Well, I guess we got to defend against these people who have invaded Raw." And and then they were like, "Yeah, you know what? She can't do it anymore. Yeah. We feel bad for her. Let's give her a fucking yeah. job." Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the the timing of everything was was pretty poor. She got re-injured at a live event, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. She got a, just Sasha Banks took a bad her in the bump. back. Yeah, took a bad bump during a match, and um, that kind of like re-aggravated her previous injuries. And then I, I'm assuming that they were kind of doing the same thing as they were with Daniel Bryan of like having her do some testing and just finding out that it was much more serious than I thought and that she shouldn't compete anymore. So I think that the reason that she's been like 
on the sidelines, but they never formally announced that like she's not wrestling anymore. But it was because she was going through that kind of like testing and things like that. Yeah, and treatment. I, I think they played it well because she yeah. would still come out with Absolution. Yeah, totally. and like Absolution would would beat up the women's division, and Paige would always just stay on the side of the ring. Sometimes she'd jump in the ring yeah. and look like she was going to attack somebody, but then in a very heel move, she would just slide out of the ring. Yeah, and be like right. no, 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 I'm not. Sick I'm not going to fight right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, I think having her like retire and then move over to SmackDown is a nice move too because it's like it would have been a little bit weird if she's like I'm gonna retire but then like she's still coming out with Absolution every week because it's just like you're clearly like no threat at all and even someone right, like yeah. like Paul Heyman who's a manager like he never really gets in the ring but there's nothing that says like he can't or anything like that so it's like I mean I guess he's still like kind of a threat in that he could you know grab a chair and attack someone or something like that. Or, like, you know, someone could come after him and beat him up or something like that. But with Paige, like, you know that that's never going to happen to her. What about a tag team match? Okay. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Yep. Versus Braun Strowman and Nicholas. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that'd be a fair fight. That'd be a pretty fair fight, I think. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, you know, he looked a little rough in his debut. He did, He looked a little green. But uh, I think on, on Monday night, he showed some real attitude, some real gumption. He, uh, he threatened someone that they were going to get these hands. I can't remember who it was. Matt, who is Nicholas? Well, who, Nicholas is uh, your now former uh, Raw Tag Team Champion. Uh, and I'd say the MVP of WrestleMania. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He uh, got the biggest pop from the crowd, the I'd biggest say. Pro- the biggest pop. Um, so Braun Strowman, as, as many know, uh, has been searching for a tag team partner to compete uh, for the Raw Tag Team Championships uh, with... He's been searching high and low, far and wide, uh, up to up until WrestleMania. He still did not have uh, he still did not have a partner. There was much speculation about who it would be maybe Bray Wyatt, maybe Samoa Joe, any number of people. Um, but the match starts. He comes out to the ring, no partner with him. He still isn't a partner. He gets in the ring and he says, "I'm still looking." So he then goes out into the crowd. He's looking, 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 and he finds himself a partner, and it's none other than a ten year old boy named Nicholas. They literally stole my fucking you joke did. again. You did. Did I say it on the show or did I just say it in conversation with you? Because that's all we ever talk about anymore. <laughs> we used to have such a such a strong relationship, Ron. We and talk now... about Pokemon cards and video <laughs> games, and now it's just wrestling. It's wrestling. But I definitely made this joke about Braun Strowman going into the crowd, grabbing a random person, a child, and mm-hmm. just having them stand on the ringside the entire time, and it actually happened. It actually And then happened. Braun Strowman and Nicholas <laughs> actually won. <laughs> that is correct. Braun Strowman and Nicholas became your new Raw Tag Team Champions. I fucking love this, and I great. feel so bad for Nicholas because he was literally shaking. Oh, yeah. Standing on the, on the side... He looked like he was going to cry. Yep. I would have been shaking yeah, and crying say, as a 28-year-old man. standing in front of 76,000 people uh, your first time on television? Oh, me now, not even as a 10-year-old, would yeah. be more terrified, Absolutely. probably. Absolutely. And at one point, he got tagged in. Yeah. He entered the ring <laughs> and then immediately tagged out. Yeah. And, and I wish that they would have had him do, like, a spot. Like, even if he just, like, like went up and, like, kicked Seamus in the shin or something like that, like, the crowd would have just gone ape shit. It would have been amazing. Cesaro looked like he was ready to pounce on oh, this yeah. Cesaro takes no prisoners, man. He's ready to go he, with anybody. Did you like the next day he tweeted something that was just like stupid kid? Like that was the whole tweet. <laughs> I think I saw that. Yeah, that was really good. Um, yeah, so Braun Strowman and Nicholas showed up on Raw with their titles in hand, uh, and they had to give the unfortunate news to Kurt Angle that they would have to relinquish the titles because Nicholas' schedule is too busy with being a fourth grader. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they bring him back over the summer. I think that like, would be when fun. he's on summer vacation. Yeah. Apparently, he's real- the son of like a, a ref. Or something yeah, like that's, that. That's so what he's around. Too. Yeah, I had hoped that like that he would have at least like carried it for a little while. I also thought that maybe they would do a thing where it was like Braun Strowman and like the entire WWE universe is basically like holding the title in a sort of free burst. Oh, that would have been cool, right? Where it's like every week he shows up and every time he has a match, he's like, "I can end a new. I need a new partner. Who's it going to be?" And he like goes out in the crowd and that finds would be someone. Cool. Been a great bit. I hope they do that at house shows. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah, that's except a great then idea. you're going to start getting people who actually like get in there yeah, and try and punching like, a wrestler or something and stuff like that, and that's a bad thing. It's like that Time Magazine cover from like. Many years ago, where the, you were the time the version mirror. of you, and it was just like a <laughs> shitty piece of reflective silver paper. It's a classic, yeah. classic Time Magazine joke. Uh, I loved this. It wasn't a very brawn move to relinquish the title. Yeah, no. But uh, I did love that he couldn't really keep a straight face during any yeah. during this. Or like, yeah. there was also like a backstage interview with Nicholas, who like tried answering a question and it was very bad. Yep, and Braun yep. was like, 
trying not to smile yeah. and like kept like looking down and stuff like that. It was God, it's yeah. so good. It almost feels to me like WWE has realized. You're welcome, WWE. <laughs> Again, it, it feels like WWE has realized that like I'm writing all the best that content Ron for is them. writing that maybe Ron should be writing WWE programming. No, I was gonna say that like maybe Roman Reigns is not the guy. But maybe this Braun Strowman guy is the guy because, like, yeah. they're like making him just like more and more like lovable. They're working like comedy into his character, but it all feels like natural and cohesive, which is which sure, is really, yeah. really nice. It never none like everything he's done from flipping an ambulance to pulling a random ten year old out of the audience to to be his tag team partner. None of that has felt like forced or out of character. It's somehow pretty brilliant. It somehow still feels threatening. Yeah, right. Like right. I'm still scared of Braun, even when his tag team partner is a ten year old child yeah, and, and he he's can like still win a match playing even when the his cello. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. He can he can still win a match when when his partner is a ten year old child. It's it's pretty brilliant stuff. And I kind of hope that he becomes sort of like the face of of the WWE. It'd be a pretty cool look. Nicholas? Nick. Yes, Nicholas. Absolutely. I, th- I think he's the champion we deserve. Congrats, Nicholas. Yeah. I'm proud of you, bud. I think there's one last major thing that we need to talk about from WrestleMania, and I'm surprised that it's taken us this long to get it, but uh, Ronda Rousey. There are... Oh, I, that, I forgot about that. Right? I th- I th- there were two other things I thought you were going to say. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There, I mean, so much happened at, at WrestleMania, not surprisingly. Let's not talk about this, but Nia Jax beat, uh, beat Alexa Bliss and is now the the Raw Women's Champion. Yep. I am very excited for Nia's reign. She's the best. I love her. So and far, congrats. doing a great job working face, too. I think that she was really, really great on, on Monday. Like, what happened on Monday? I don't think I saw. Oh, she uh, she uh, had a tag team match against uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickie James, and she called up someone to be her partner, Ember Moon. I actually didn't see this. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had, like, a whole promo segment ahead of time where, like, Alexa Weird. was continuing to run down Nia, and and Nia was just like... Nia, at one point, was just like, shut up, Alexa. Like, like I'm tired of your stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, I beat you last night. I'm going to beat you again tonight. Like, it's and she just, did? And, and then she Hell did, yeah. with the help of Ember Moon. Um, yeah, and then she was like, and I've got a new partner to join me, and it's Ember Moon. Which, I, uh, did you end up seeing this match? I apparently did. I watched Raw on Hulu Oh, this yeah, week. that's right. I don't know how you missed this. Was it on the Hulu cut? I didn't watch the Hulu cut, so I don't know. Oh, it really wasn't on there. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Huh, weird. I mean, I watched it. I don't recall it being on there. Okay, all right. I was uh, also folding laundry, <laughs> but I don't think I would have missed all of this. Ember Moon is great, but she is also about as tall as Alexa Bliss. So uh, you still get the sort of fun size parody of Nia Jax and uh, Ember Moon standing next to each other, which is cool. But Ember Moon is great. She just lost the NXT Women's Championship on Saturday night, uh, but she was a great champion. She's and one of the only people who's like really challenged Asuka, and I'm really excited okay. that she's on the main roster. She's cool. fucking awesome. She also has one of the coolest finishers of anybody. It's so, sweet. so we have a new uh, women's champion on Raw, and we also have a new women's SmackDown champion. We do have a new women's SmackDown champion. Uh, yeah, Charlotte, tell, tell us what happened. Okay, so WrestleMania, we have the biggest match. Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, the undefeated, and obviously Asuka beat Charlotte Flair to win the women's championship. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there, Ron. Yeah. Actually, Charlotte beat Asuka. Oh, that's right. And ended Asuka's streak and then asuka uh did the shinsuke nakamura thing and and congratulated charlotte and charlotte was very thankful and so um asuka did not punch charlotte in her genitals yes but i i did have this moment of realization where it was almost like asuka was thanking her from freeing her of this curse (laughs) of like i can now like continue my life i can now go back to wandering the countryside and not (laughs) Not have to worry about being the There's undefeated champion. There's so much champion. more my character can do now right. than now that I can actually lose matches every once in a while. So Charlotte uh, won. She retained the championship. I'm going to stop you right there for a second because I do think that the, in hindsight, the parody between these two moments was just so good. Between, oh, it's very good. Between Shinsuke and AJ's moment and Charlotte and Asuka's moment, respectively, you know, four of the greatest wrestlers in in all of professional wrestling, yeah, two, sure. of, two, two of the best Americans and two of the best Japanese wrestlers, both having a mutual, all of them having a mutual respect for each other. But you and I had talked a lot about how we were expecting to see either a Charlotte heel turn or an Asuka heel turn after this match. We got neither. And we got neither, which, which I was cool. a little bit like, okay, I'm not sure exactly which way this is going. Yeah. But in hindsight, I think it really, really works because if, if like Asuka had turned on Charlotte or something like that, I feel like we almost would have been expecting that from from Shinsuke in that final moment later in the show. Sure. So like I was glad to see both of these sort of shows of respect, but I was also glad that like Shinsuke and AJ had the heel turn because that was the one that we were not predicting at all, which was which was really cool. Anyway, but what else happened? Well, didn't we say there was a new champion though? I thought 
So I thought Asuka won, became the new champion. Yep. No, so no. Charlotte's the champion. Charlotte still. won. She retained the championship. So Charlotte's the champion. Well, no, she, good she, for good for Charlotte. Well, she's, she's the champion. Well, well, she's not the champion. You see, because because on Tuesday she my came girl, out. she came out. She was giving this great promo talking about how much she respected people and my girls, the Iconics. Yeah, who who Billy are these? Kay who and are Peyton these Royce. ladies? These are with the people bad that, names. <laughs> these are the people that I picked to win the women's battle royal. If you recall, oh, I do remember. Yes, yeah, so these I was two, these two Kiwis, these two <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> they're from Australia. Are they really? Yeah, they're from both oh, from Australia. They sounded more Kiwi than Australian. Oh, I didn't know that you were a fucking expert on uh, on. Uh... Oh, they were doing the E's E E February. That's that's more. Uh, <laughs> That's more New Zealand than Australian. They were like, where's the car? And then instead of like, <laughs> yeah, instead of like where's blind, the car? This classic blind tag bit from 50 episodes ago. It's actually just from a fight of the car. I remember. Episode. Anyway. Uh, the, I remember the, you explaining the joke to me last time. <laughs> the Iconics came out. They were once known as the Iconic Duo. Now they're just known as the Iconics. Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay came out after, you know, Charlotte was celebrating her victory. They they kind of ran her down, had some stuff to say, and then they came and they beat the crap out of her uh, and, and made her look like a fool. And they were like, we're here and we're coming for your belt and stuff like that. But someone else was also coming for the belt. My as girl. They, as the Iconics were leaving, Fucking love uh, it. Carmella's music hits. She runs down to the ring. She cashes in the contract, and she finally wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. God, I lo- what a way to do that it was pretty fucking incredible See, i didn't even predict that she was going to show up at wrestlemania to to cash in i had given up hope on sure. that yep i'd guessed it every other pay-per-view for her like the last 19 pay-per-views yep. Yep. she just didn't do it and then she just comes out on tuesday yep. after wrestlemania after charlotte retains the championship and she just takes it she just yeah she just snatches it from her perfect timing too it was at charlotte's weakest moment it was just it was fucking fantastic i secretly kind of love carmella she's so great she's like kind of an idiot yep but and like she she wrestles like twice a year yep <laughs> that's true <laughs> but when she does she wins a championship yep. yeah it, I, I mean she she won the briefcase she won the championship she said a pretty incredible year how long do you think she's gonna hold on to this championship i think she could hold it for a while you think I, she's going to have, like, an Alexa Bliss run where she keeps getting wins that are, like, kind of iffy, oh, yeah, like, some totally, bullshit happens? Totally, yeah. Okay. I think that we're going to really see, like, Carmella sort of, like, blossom this year as a heel. And I think it's going to be very similar to the Alexa Bliss style of being a heel. Of, like, she's not going to ever be the greatest worker, but she's going to talk a great game. And she's going to, like, always find a way to, to pull out wins. I mean, that's that's been her character all along. Even when she was working with James Ellsworth and he was helping her get to victories and stuff like that. It was always that kind of thing um but yeah i think that she's gonna hold it for a while i would say at least until like money in the bank or something like that sure um, yeah, it would be ironic if she lost it to the money in the bank winner yeah at money in the bank Boy, at, that would immediately be, after that'd wow. be something can you yeah. do that cash it in immediately oh yeah absolutely i think it's happened before if i don't remember off the top then? of the dome but um yeah it has happened before so there's one more woman you want to talk about it is true we want to WWE. talk about ronda rousey Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Had, she was there. She was at WrestleMania. She yeah. had her debut match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, by all accounts, was the most impressive person at WrestleMania. I think... What? I think a lot of, like... Did you for, see Shinsuke? Well, okay. I think in terms of, like, you got to look at, like, expectations versus, like, what actually happened. Sure, right? sure. Ronda's expectations, for me at least, were just about as low as they could be. And she, I like, blew the, the roof off. Like, she... Worked really, really great. She had a couple, like, sort of awkward moments, but, like, it was a really, really fun match. She showed some good offense. She showed some good ring work. Um, It was really, really, really solid and really, really pleasantly surprised me. She was fantastic. It was fun seeing her beat up Triple H. Yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. I saw, um, actually, Joey Ryan, who's a... Who's a indie wrestler he has done a lot of intergender wrestling throughout his career okay um but he like sent out a tweet that was like when all like when you know ronda was fighting triple h um a lot of people were tweeting at me and being like you know kind of being like are you seeing this happen on wwe like this is all because of you and all the work that you've done and this kind of stuff and he was like 
being, being very humble about it, he was like, like, it's really cool that people are like giving credit to me and stuff like that. It's cool that people are into into this kind of wrestling, and it's cool that right. our industry has come this far. I don't know that we're ever going to see that much more intergender wrestling in WWE, but it was a cool moment that they actually like let that kind of stuff happen. And I think they let more of that stuff kind of happen in, in Mixed Match Challenge, too. Like, yeah, a little bit. Even thinking about the finale, you know, there was like... Like Miz and Miz hit some, or Charlotte hit some stuff on the Miz, and Oscar hit some oh, stuff yeah. on on Bobby. So like, the, the the WWE seems to be getting like a little bit more open about that kind of stuff, uh, which is which is kind of an did interesting you movie. did you end up going back and watching all of the mixed match challenge? I did not. Did you watch the match between Charlotte, Bobby, and Rusev and Lana? Uh, I did not. No. Okay, there's some pretty good intergender yeah. fighting in that one that I think you would appreciate. Okay, I'll t- go I'll back and watch and that, that one. Out. Um, yeah, but yeah, I thought this was a really surprisingly good match. I'm pretty here for Ronda Rousey. She was, she was great. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm really interested to see what like feud she gets into next. And I'm, and I think that there's a lot of like fertile ground for both women's division on, on both, uh, both shows. And I'm excited to see where they go. I almost like, I want there to be, I wish like money in the bank was a little bit sooner because we could have a you know, like, have people win briefcases and, like, really start to sort of, like, I think build some, like, bigger storylines and stuff like that. We're still dealing with the fallout of Bailey and Sasha Banks. You know, the Iconics just showed up. Ember Moon just showed up. Still kind of dealing with the fallout of, like, Alexa and Nia and all the stuff that Alexa had to say about Nia. There's a lot of, like, really interesting feuds. And, and a lot and going on. None of that really includes, uh, you know, Charlotte or Asuka or Ronda, who are probably the three biggest, or you know, the three most important women. Most important? I don't know. The three most talked about women in the in WWE right now in the world in the world in my life in my life certainly um, yeah heck of a show uh, before we move on to what's coming up in the world of WWE I do want to reintroduce another classic bit ooh I love a classic bit we uh, got another piece of fan mail ooh, from our number one fan our classic fan mail corner it's been a while it's been a minute uh, we have here a pack of Road to WrestleMania 2018 trading cards ooh. with all your favorite 2018 wrestlers on the front we got Bailey, John yeah. Cena mm-hmm. and Andre the Giant uh, my favorite 2018 wrestler <laughs> uh, so what we do here usually is I'll open the pack of cards and test match Matt's deep knowledge of the WWE yep. mm-hmm. to see how many of these fools he knows. There are four cards in here, but I figured it's been long enough. I think I'm ready to take on the challenge. Wow. I've done this once before, okay. and I think I got one out of four or five correct. And so we're going to see how I do this time. Really? T- how, let's see how far you've grown over the past year, Ron. Okay, so this first one's pretty obvious. Okay, let's see. Make sure um, you're covering the name I'm if it's cover- on I'm there. I'm covering the names. Oh, the names is it sideways? Is this a horizontal one? Uh, it is a sideways card? one. Okay. It's a horizontal one. Tell so it's going to be a wide boy. What you see. Oh, these are the Usos. Yeah. The Brothers Uso. This is apparently when they uh, when they defeated Brizongo at Backlash last year, which is coming up, so fitting. Uh, they're just wearing some hoodies. Looking okay. good, looking fresh. Well, that's two, technically. Jimmy and Jay Uso. Yeah. There's also two in this one. Two on see one. See if you can get oh, both God. of them. Uh, it's two boys. Uh, it's John Cena and Rusev. John Cena and Rusev. That's from the flag match earlier this year. Wow, these are actually You're like matches that I've seen. Yeah. Wow, you've come so far. Wow, then. okay. It's really incredible. Yeah, John Cena holding the American flag, looking real patriotic. Yeah, always. Rusev looking very grumpy. This Fair. was pre-Rusev day. Even. This was, yeah. Ooh, I love this one. Love to see this one. Who we got here? Uh... Oh, it's Neville, a classic. A classic, an oldie but a goodie. Haven't oldie. seen him in a minute. I know. There was a lot of was speculation was that he was going to come back this week, but uh, no dice. No well, dice. well, maybe. Uh, all right, we got one more here. This one you might not actually know. Let's see what you got. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a little far away. I actually okay. can't tell. Okay. I. He's a beloved He's a beloved small boy. CWC. Yep. I. What is CWC? Cruiserweight classic. Oh, God. Um... Is he, he currently on 205 Live? He is. He loves video games. I don't know who this he's guy a, he's is. He's a real pro gamer. He's an elite gamer. It's TJP. Oh, no, I wouldn't have even... I didn't even know that was a, the guy's name. He was the inaugural Cruiserweight champion. He won the Cruiserweight Classic. TJP? TJP. Like three letters? Yep. Um, I forget exactly what it stands for, but they shortened it to TJP a while ago. Uh, I really liked him in the Cruiserweight Classic, but uh, he has proven his character is not translated so well to the main stage. He's not been great. He also is arguably not a great person in real life, which is kind of a bummer, but <laughs> we don't need to really get into that. Three out of four, though. Not bad. Not too shabby. I can't think of a funny acronym for TJP. Total 
I keep Tol- going the giant penis, but giant is with a G. <laughs> the junior penis. <laughs> 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 what, what do you got? Total, total, uh, uh, total what? Total, uh, total jerk peanuts. <laughs> uh, total. Nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move away from total. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, uh, terrific, uh, uh, terrific Japanese paintball. Teen jerk player. Team jerk player. That's teen. Teen. <laughs> It's a subtle difference, but from yeah. team to teen, really, uh, really changes. So I don't know that guy. Hey, I'm pretty proud of myself. Three out of four, seventy-five percent. That's definitely passing. That's definitely passing. That's hey, a, you get an A. That's, that's an almost C plus. Blind that's tag a season C plus. two. I don't know about an A. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not. Good. You get a C plus. These are beautiful cards. Wow. Good job, Ron. Thank Good you. Good job, Ron. Well, uh, I think the the last thing we'll touch on here is that we got the superstar shakeup coming up. Rusev looks so sad in this picture. <laughs> The, the just, caption is John Cena defeats Rusev in a flag match, and Rusev is just being pointed at by a ref in the background, like just looking sad. You are, you are. It is time for you to go to timeout, Rusev. <laughs> no, no flag match for you. No flags for you. No Rusev day. No Rusev day. Um, yeah, we got the Superstar Shakeup coming up next week, which I think, I think the. They did one of these last year. Do you remember? I I don't remember it. I don't know that I was around for it because this okay. was before. I watched WrestleMania with you, but it was before we started doing the show. Now I noticed this week they introduced a lot of new folks. We talked about they the did. Iconics. Yeah. Fucking No Way Jose showed up. Whoever yeah, hell yeah, he fuck did. This loser is. Uh, we got the Iconics. We got No Way Jose. Um, I threw a little a little oh, twang on it. So, no Way No No Hoy Jose. Um, who else did we get this week? There was uh, a guy. We got a who, returning Samoa Joe. There was a guy who beat up. My my best friend Elias. Yes. Uh, who uh, is that man? Oh, that was Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah the name's familiar. He was he's, a big old boy. He's a big old. He boy. was a big old boy. Yeah, he's a former ECW. He champion. looks like a very buff baby though. <laughs> he's got a young face, and I looked into him. He's like forty two. Yeah. He, lo- he looks two. Yeah. He's... He looks between four and two. <laughs> But all muscle. Uh, but all muscle. He's a very muscly baby. Um, yeah, he's real good. He's a former ECW champion, worked in WWE for a while, uh, worked in TNA for a good long while. Nice. Um, yes. <laughs> it's still funny to you, huh? <laughs> After all these years. In case you were wondering, most of uh, Ron's humor is just sort of acronym-based. <laughs> Blind Tag, your source for acronym-based humor. <laughs> Um, That's the one. Anyway, we got the superstar shakeup next week. Uh, a lot of people could move around. Uh, basically, what's going to happen is it's a, they're they're really hyping it up this year. They're calling it like a big two day event. Um, what exactly is it? Is it? It's not just Raw and SmackDown, or is it? No, it is just it, Raw and SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're just like making an out. Like people are going to change rosters and they're making some announcements about who that's going to be. Some people from SmackDown are going to go over to Raw. Some people from Raw are going to go over to SmackDown. Um, it seems arbitrary. It is pretty arbitrary. But okay. I, I think it's usually like a pretty like one for one thing. Um, but yeah, I think last year was, uh, I think Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens came to SmackDown during the Superstar Shake-Up, which obviously that had a pretty Ooh, big impact this year. We didn't talk about them. They tried to go to Raw. Yeah, they did. This week. And they, uh, they, they didn't. <laughs> they, came, they came to Kurt Angle hat in hand looking for a job because they lost their match at WrestleMania, which means they were fired from SmackDown. Um, and so they like came, they turned in their resumes and, uh, Kurt was like, we've got, <laughs> we've got one spot for you guys. So, I know. And I was like, it's cause you keep bringing assholes like yeah. no way Jose in. <laughs> we got room for no way Jose, but, uh, Sammy Z and Kevin Owens, I don't know. It's going to be kind of a tight fit. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they, they brought them up. Um, they had a, they had to face off against each other to see who would get the contract on raw and the match ended in a double count out. So, uh, nobody wins and they didn't get a match. Neither of them get a contract. They specifically said there is no winner. So neither of them gets to wrestle on. It wasn't like they'll have a rematch later. Maybe it was just like, nah, it's, it's over. Now they're going to the superstar shakeup. You know, they, there's no, there's no room for them anymore. They, 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 this was their one chance and they, and they blew it. That's why. Wild. Um, yeah, I'm sure that they will land somewhere next week. I, I imagine they will be a big part of the story, whether it's like, sure. you know, crashing the gate or something like that. A nice subtle thing that they did, though, I don't know if you caught this, um, but when they came out for their match, you know, they usually do like a lower third that announces who's in the match. Theirs were unbranded. It was just like a simple like black box with white text. Oh, that I didn't said notice Kevin that. Owens and Sami Zayn. Usually it's like, you know, it's it has their blue Twitter handle and, all and it has like blue or red or whatever. Sure. But no, it's just I did not know that. That's just, they're, well, they're free agents. They're like John Cena. Exactly. They can just fight the Undertaker. They can fight 
fight whoever they want. <laughs> Why don't they have a match at at, uh, at the go, greatest Royal Rumble? Go do a movie and then fight the Undertaker. There you go. That's what you got to do. So yeah, we'll see where people end up. Um, I'm real excited. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a fun one. I'm interested to see how this goes down because yeah. I I like the idea of mixing things up, but I don't like that it seems so arbitrary. Like yeah, they're just there's like, not like a reason oh. for it. Right, it's like it's almost like the Hunger Games. Like it's just that time of year where we kill somebody. <laughs> the, the 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 McMahon family has decided that they are tired of watching these fools fight each other and yeah. they're ready to mix it up. And so they're they're choosing someone from each division from from each uh, territory, and they are forcing them to switch it up and, and move to fight a different territory. I guess it's just a good way games. to like kill dead storylines, yeah. like the Absolution and like Riot Squad things. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably going to be done. I hope so, because, I, I mean, I, when the Iconics debuted and kicked the shit out of Charlotte, I, I immediately was like, this is what the Riot Squad should yeah, have been right? from the entire time, and it was just, like, a way better execution of that. I hope uh, Ruby Riot sticks around, and then the other two maybe tag team or just go yeah, away, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that anybody is going to, like, lose a job in the Superstar show. Oh, sure. I think that there will be a couple people that switch sides. Um, and I think a couple of people from NXT might end up joining the fray. Uh, I think Adrian Cien Almas or Andrade Cien Almas would be a, a pretty good nominee for that. I'm sorry, what? Andrade Cien Almas. He was the former NXT championship. He just lost to my man Alistair Black uh, in oh, a pretty okay. great match. I think uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa could also be good candid- candidates to uh, to move up. But uh, but we'll see. You know, we'll see how it all shakes out in the superstar shakeup. I'm here for it. You're here for it. And hopefully you will be too. Listen to, uh, we'll, we'll join us next week and we'll have all of the fallout to share with you. Break it all down, tell you who's who, uh, and, and, and tell you what all of this means. Um, we'll, we'll do that next week. <laughs> yeah, next week on Blind Tech. Next week on Blind Tech. Uh, thanks very much for listening this week, and thank you for listening every week. Uh, if you'd like, you can follow the show on Twitter or Instagram at Blind Tech Cast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash blindtagcast. And you can find links to all of that at our website, blindtagcast.com or baller.club. That's the new one. We got that. I bought the new one. I can't wait till the WWE comes to you hat in hand. Is like, listen, we didn't. We didn't think of this. We really should have thought of this. Here's like a hundred bucks. Can we have that URL? Baller.club. Baller.club. That's it. The no, new home no, for blind tech. No comms, no nets, no orgs. Baller.club. Well done, Ron. Very, God. Very good. Um, you can find us there. You can find us uh, at all those social links. You can also email us, blindtagcast at gmail.com. Send us your best taglines for season two of Blind Tag. Uh, we want to thank uh, Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. We really appreciate that. And with that, my name is Matt, and I have been your face. My name is Ron, and I've been your heel. This has been Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. Thanks very much, and happy Rusev Day. Because you're falling in love when you shouldn't be, and you'll run out of excuses.